Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Girl CEO Podcast, the playground for female entrepreneurs. My name is Ronnie Brown, and I'm the author of Amazon's best-selling book, From Mopping Floors to Making Millions, and was once a teen mom turned millionaire business mentor. I created my Girl CEO community for women like you. Girl CEO, you are a trailblazer, a creative, an innovator, a boss, and a woman who knows that she deserves more. Join me each week while we uncover what it truly takes to be your own boss and become a successful girl CEO. And don't worry, sis, I got you. Welcome to Girl CEO Radio, the playground for female entrepreneurs. It is me, Ronnie Brown, and guys, I've missed you all. I've been like super on the road, running around, speaking at events, just came back from Black Enterprise, and it has been insane, but I'm happy to be back. And uh, today, you guys are going to get to sit in on a live Q&A and enjoy, because it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Chloe, take it over. All right, Ronnie. So beyond just what your Instagram following number says and beyond just being a, a team mom and starting girl CEO, like, who are you, Ronnie Brown? Like, who are you beyond everything that you've done? I am an overcomer. I believe that I am being used as a vessel to really impact the lives of other women. I think that beyond the brand, beyond money and success and seven figures and all that bull crap, I have a mission. I know that I'm here on assignment and I know that my assignment is to make a difference in the lives of women everywhere. And I always say that I feel like my ultimate assignment is to count in the women that have been counted out. I always say that. I feel like that. You said assignment. That really stuck out to me. Oftentimes, especially as women, we don't really know our assignment. You know, we're looking for the success. We're looking for the money. We're looking, how can I blow up? How can I be on a platform? But we don't often look at the assignment. And for you, you're serving women. Tell us about how to figure out what that assignment is and what was that process like for you? I think that your assignment is discovered as you serve. You have to learn the power of serving people. Often we think that it's about being seen. It's about getting attention. It's about showing people, oh, look at me. I did this. And it's really, it's really not about that. It is really about the difference that you make in other people's lives. You being able to start the fire mm-hmm. under someone else's feet. You taking someone who's not a believer and helping them to believe in themselves. You know, you showing someone that you believe in them and you see something in them that they don't see in themselves at that moment. To all of the business owners, all of my girl CEOs that are listening to this, it's really not about you. I think that when we take the focus off of ourselves, that's when we begin to make a difference in other people's lives. That is the biggest and most important thing to me. 
So, Ronnie, you mentioned that it's about serving, but oftentimes people don't have the ability or the character to serve. Tell me about what are some of the qualifying characteristics to serving and understanding that in order to get to that platform, you have to be willing to serve. Well, I just think that we have to value training. I think that we are in a space where everyone is a chief and no one is an Indian. Like there are no more Indians. It's just like everyone's a chief right now. And this is going to be a really interesting time because when everyone is a chief, then there are no Indians. And if everyone is a chief, then who's mentoring the chief, right? And I think that this is where the lack of mentorship is going to come in. And I believe that we have to get back to valuing training, coaching. You know, you work with me. Sometimes you're tired. You have to learn that you're going to be tired, that you just can't go take it out. You know, like this is you learning how to push through. Right. Right. We have to value those times. You have to value working alongside of greatness. For all of you all who are out there, you may work at a job and you, you may have a supervisor or a boss that you think is a complete a-hole where you have no clue of the level of responsibilities that this person deals with on a daily basis. And you, you are so frustrated with how they interact with you. You're so frustrated by the time that you ha- may have to sit around and wait for them to get stuff done, whatever it is. But you're not even thinking about what you're learning in that season. Patience, how to stay humble through the process, how to overcome different obstacles. Like you just learn so much. And I think that we're so anxious. So many people are just so anxious right now to be the boss and to be the chief that they're missing out on the characteristics. It's not the characteristics that you have to have to get to that next level. It's the characteristics that you're going to achieve through that process. Because a character is built in the process. That's when the level of integrity is established. That's when the level of competency is established. That's when your honesty is tested. That's when, you know, how you do things. That's when all of that is revealed in the process. So when you're saying like, well, what is it that a person has to possess? What are the characteristics? It's not that. It's the characteristics that are going to be taught, that they're going to learn while working with someone. Gotcha. That's going to stretch them. So they have to be willing to go through that process and learn how to serve, how to listen, how to cater. The person that will last is the person that can know what a person is thinking and what they're going to ask before they even ask it. If you're working for someone, you got to be so good that if you make a video for them that you know, all right, this video is done. It's already about to go on YouTube. Got on social media, got on Instagram, got on Facebook, send it out via email, push it out to the app. It's, a, it's across every platform. That's how good you have to be. It's the person that is a self-starter, the person who can finish the sentence, the person who already delivered before you ask. Right now, we're in a position where companies are going to start paying people based on performance only. That's why a lot of my, my staff, I'm doing commission stuff. Because if I just sit there and pay you by the hour, you're going to just come in for the hours and you're going to go home. But if you are getting paid by, by commission, I'm going to teach you how to fish. Once I teach you how to fish, you're always going to be able to eat, right? So you're also going to work two times harder. And if I just sit there and pay you by the hour, then you'll just let the hours pass. You're not going to have the level of work ethic 
So right now you're seeing a lot of companies and you're going to see major brands transition over from hourly salary stuff to commission-based businesses because they're realizing that a lot of people are wasting time on their clock. And they're no longer willing to pay for time. I mean, as a business owner, I'm getting tired of paying for time. I want to pay for results. I want to pay for service-based, like, this is what you did in this amount of time. I want to be able to see it very clear. You want to make a lot of money? Sell a lot of products. This is just the direction we're going in. (laughs) And if I could say anything, it's going to be like, brace yourselves, because it's coming. Wow. That was very good insight, especially because we live in a world where the process isn't that sexy. We're used to the nine to five. We're used to the kind of existing to get the check every single Friday. And so when it comes to the process, why do you think people are so afraid to embark on a process that may not always have the results right away? Like, what is it that people are so afraid to endure? They don't want to go through the trials that come with triumph. They don't want to go through the trials. They want instant. It's like Quaker oatmeal. They want it instantly. So I think that we're getting into a space where there's so much boss, CEO talk, that people are feeling inadequate if they are not on top. And the truth is, everybody can't be on top. But you have to be smart enough to understand that if you're close to the person on the top, you're winning, right? Get aligned with the people. Get aligned with the people who are going to the top. Everyone needs a team, right? I wouldn't be who I am. Girl CO would not be girl CO if we didn't have a team. And our team is not just the people who work for my company. The team is every single girl CEO that's a part of our community. They're part of the team. They make it happen. They believe in the vision. They know that we want to see women win. They know that we want to give information out to our members that are going to help them increase their information and also increase their revenue. Because the more information we have, the more wisdom they have, the more money that they can make, right? But we also believe that when we bring these women together, it's going to make a difference. So our customers believing that our mission is true and that our hearts are in it, they make a difference in our business, right? So, you know, it's just one of those things where I will just say that no one wants to go through the journey. We got to go through the journey. Every single person has to go through the journey. And I'm afraid. (laughs) I always say this. I've been saying this recently, but I'm really afraid for the next 10 years to see what it's going to look like because I envision that there are just going to be so many people that are going to betray really good people because they're so anxious to get to the top. They're so anxious to be the boss. They're so anxious to be the CEO where I can literally compare this to like biblical times, Mm -hmm. right? Where watching Jesus do those miracles, there were probably people that were jealous and hateful, right? And all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like there are only a few chosen people. See, sometimes people try to put themselves in positions, but they weren't called to be there. Exactly. Sometimes we can pretend, right? Right. But life will reveal who is called in real life, who really has the calling, who really has the favor. Some of the people who are supposed to assist those who are called and who have the favor, they're going to damage and they're going to attempt to damage the people who are really called and who have the favor out of the ego, out of the pride, out of the wannabe, out of wanting to be seen, out of wanting to be on the stage where you're actually called to make 
the difference. You're, you're called to assist the person who's going to make it happen. But right now, nobody wants to assist. Nobody wants to serve. Right. No one wants to be a part of the movement. And these are the type of people that I'm looking for because I have some amazing women that are like, you know what? I know that I'm called to be behind the scenes. I want to serve. I believe in your vision. I believe in your mission. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I really believe in it. It's going to be so hard to find those kind of people because everybody's an expert. Everybody's a coach. Everybody's a boss. Everybody's a CEO where they're not. They weren't called to be that. That's so powerful that you said that because especially millennials, they want to be the boss. I mean, a lot of my friends, they have graduated. They don't want to work for a company. They don't want to work for anybody else because they want to have their own. But when you haven't had the right wisdom and the right knowledge, how do you know how to run your own, you know? So what advice would you give to millennials who who are trying to, they're trying to do entrepreneurship. They want to be the boss. It's about them. It's about their platform, their attention. What advice would you give them? Did you jump off the porch and jump on your, your bicycle? Did you just jump off the porch and jump right on your bicycle and start riding down the street? No. What'd you have to do? I had to practice every day, train every day. What do you have to put on your bike? Training pedal. Training wheels. Training, <laughs> training pedals. <laughs> training wheels. It's been a minute, y'all. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had to put your training wheels on. Mm-hmm. So if I could do it all over again, I would literally get under someone that was successful. I wouldn't attempt to steal their brand, steal their identity, copy them. I would just serve and I would really stand by them and I would build and I would learn from them. I would get in a, a very small starter business and I would rock it out with them to the top. And I would stand by someone who was in charge of that business and had a passion and a love who was really crazy enough to believe in what they were doing. And I would learn everything I could. I would get my foot in early because it's not hard anymore. It's not difficult for companies to blow up. So if I could do it all over... I would serve, serve, and learn, and learn, and learn. And I would give my all to a vision that I believed in. Like, can I just say this? Mm -hmm. Just because it's not your business Mm -hmm. or your brand doesn't mean that you can't give your all to it. You can give your all to anything that aligns with your belief system. Find something that you believe in. You see what a person is doing. You see their heart. You feel it. You can feel when someone is genuine. When you feel it, say, I'm, I'm going to serve this company because I believe in it. Do that. That is more fulfilling than anything. Like anything you could possibly ever do. Like that is what is most fulfilling. Seriously. And I will serve and I will learn because growing up, I didn't have a mentor. When I was coming up and I was trying to build my business, I was around angry women who felt like if you asked them how to do something, you were trying to steal their business or you were trying to steal their idea or you were trying to copy them. And they wouldn't they wouldn't tell you. They would make it just seem like so hard or whatever the case may be. What was the impact on you in those moments? In those moments, it made me say, I'm not going to be this person. Like you do have people that come around you and they have ill intent. They don't they come to take. You will experience that in business. Everybody will. They come around you. They want to take your business. They want to copy your brand. They want to know who you, where you're getting this from and that from. They have nothing to offer. They have everything to gain. You have to just have discernment in that time, you know. But I would really get under someone and learn if I could do it all over again. Probably until I was about 29 or 30. I would do it until I was 30 years old. I would be so much further ahead because 
for me, I didn't have that mentorship. So I had to learn everything from trial and error. Systems, software, customer retention, customer service, shipping and fulfillment, data analytics, automation, marketing. I had to learn all of that stuff through trial and error. So that means that I lost a lot of money. But if I would have took the time to work and serve under someone who already was doing it, and I could have sat there and learned the ins and outs, then I would be so much further ahead. For all you millennials out there, y'all need to get up on game. <laughs> Why are you trying to be your own CEO? And now you do have the influence. You do have the platform. How do you maintain your character? Like, let's talk about that. How do you, you're on this platform. We were just at Chick-fil-A the other day, y'all. And these young people, <laughs> these young girls who work there, Ronnie Brown gave them your social media handle. They looked at her following and it was like, they looked at her and just, you should have seen the glow in their eyes. So how do you maintain your character with this platform, with this influence, with now you're speaking at, you know, black enterprises and now you're going to urban, urban league in a couple of weeks. How do you maintain this? I think that you have to keep in mind that it can be snatched away at any moment. That's good. Everything that's happening in my life and in my career, I believe that God is all in it. So if I go in a different direction, then I won't have it, right? God's grace is sufficient that I know, but I believe that it can't be about me. And that's all I know. That's all I hear in my heart. Like, it's not about you. This can't be about me. You know, this is about you working with me. There is something that I have to teach you right now that you have to get from being around me. There is something that my assistant has to learn. There is something that our graphic team, there's impact that I've made in her life. You know, there is impact on our shipping and fulfillment team. She's learning something, right? Right. So everyone, there's a piece of pie that everyone gets. And my flavor and my recipe is in that piece of pie for each and every person, you know? So I believe that it can be about you. The way you maintain your character is remembering that the journey is not about you. When you realize that, when you realize it's not about your following, your money, your success, it's about, okay, who did I inspire to not give up today? Who did I push so they wouldn't quit today? Who did I give this idea to and they ran off with it and it changed the world? Like, you got to think bigger. And can I just say, like, your character will be tested in business. Oh, my God. It's ugly out here. People use you. You can help them. And once they get to where they want to be, they're gone. You can do every single thing for people. But the moment you don't do one thing that they expected you to do, you'll be the worst person in the world. People put all these expectations on you. Sometimes you can't even live up to all the expectations. It's really a hard game. Like it will break you if you're not ready. I've helped people grow. I've helped people make money. I've helped people understand business. I've given people business. I mean, and some of those very people have come back and they have stole from me. They've betrayed me, you know, all that kind of stuff. But what you do is it's a test. I believe that through situations like that, God will allow you to go through those things to see if it turns your heart cold. I've led people. I've poured into people. I've, oh my goodness, I've given my all to people. And many of them have hurt me or betrayed me or let me down or used me or came back around when they thought that things were on the up and up. 
but I don't, I never treat them nasty. Someone would ask why. How have you kept yourself when people have showed you their true colors? I think that you just put them in a bucket. You know what each bucket is. And, And in life and in business, you have to learn how to categorize people and place them in different buckets. Even in friendships, relationships, business partnerships, you have to learn how to put people in certain buckets. Some people are the inner circle. Some people are the outer circle. Some people are the givers. Some people are the takers. Some people are the opportunists. Some people are trying to get on. Some people are all about clout. Some people are just real and genuine and they really don't care. And they're just good energy, good people. You have to know how to deal with them. And I believe that if you treat them the way they treated you, like you become them. So I never do it. That's good. Yeah. Like I've helped people. They screw me over. It's okay. Like it's fine. They have to live with that. Right. In their hearts, regardless of what people own and they, and they admit to, they know, they know what they've done. You, God will work on them. I think so often we are super anxious to prove people wrong. Right. People have their story that they'll tell. That story may not be true. (laughs) <laughs> right right but we're so anxious to prove people wrong that we want to put them on front street we want to show everyone that they're they're a liar they, we want to show everyone what they did and that's you don't have to do that you just live you just live your life you just move forward we just move on and you just continue to do what's right 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 you know the real story god knows the real story god knows what's going on you got to, some things are God's business. In my earlier years, like my later, probably 24, 25, oh my gosh, I wanted to call everybody out on everything. I should have been an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> like I would argue you down. But as I grew, I just said, they know this. I don't have to call, they know what they're doing. And sometimes you can say, yeah, I know. I just want to let you know that I know this, but it's okay. And I still love you. And you have to allow God to convict their hearts. People will go around telling the story about how you hurt them or what you did. They don't got half of the story, right? It's so much. It's so much that you have to just protect, you know? You have to protect that energy. You have to protect that space. When you have, you have employees, you have friends, you have people that think they know you because they follow you online. They don't know you. They make up stories. When they can't get the story, they'll make one, right? Right. So people, everyone's going to have a story about what you did or what they heard, whatever. It's just, you got to keep your character together. You got to focus on what you're supposed to focus on. And you, and you got to stay focused on the bigger picture. And that's the impact. The impact. You mentioned energy is so essential. You talk about this and you, being around Ronnie Brown, I've really learned from her the value of energy and how when she goes into her work, even be start, even before starting this podcast, we started over three or four times because my energy wasn't together, right? Mm-hmm. And so people sometimes undervalue energy because they're so focused on the sales, the money. Mm-hmm. So talk about how key energy is in business. I think it's one of those things that if you don't pick up on it, it can ruin you. You can tell when people are all about this, all about that. They're all about the money. They're all about the fame, whatever. You can tell. You have to pay attention to the energy. You got to pay attention to the vibes. Vibes don't lie. But that's one part of it. The second part of it is your energy. You're responsible for your energy. And I believe that... 
the type of energy that I've personally witnessed really tear people down and just crush their businesses is that energy of um, that bitterness. I've seen people just get so bitter and just so hurt in their past that they never get out of the things that affected them. They never get past the friend who talked about them behind their back. They never get past the man who let them down and was unfaithful to them. They never get past the employer who fired them when they were going through a hard time and they live in it. They live in it. They never get past the parent who wasn't there. It's just, they spend years just festering, festering in it. And it distracts them from their purpose. It stops them from moving forward in their lives. It takes away their happiness. It just, it paralyzes them. So you guys who are listening to this, you are responsible for your energy. You got to get your energy together. It starts with that forgiveness. It starts with you not caring what people think. It starts with you having the positivity going on in your life to attract the right kind of people. A lot of people can't attract the right kind of people because their energy is so bad. And when your energy is bad, look at the type of friends you attract when your energy is bad. That's so true. You ever be in a crappy place and you meet other people who are in a crappy place? And you feel it and you bond off of your crappiness. And you bond mm-hmm. over crappy moments. <laughs> you bond over betrayal. You bond over separation. And gossip. And gossip. And what somebody else did to you. You bond over, let's show them up. This is your, the only connection that you have. It's bad. That's the energy right there. That's the energy. Gotta protect it. Let's talk about good connection and good energy. What does good energy do for you? What has it done for you and your business? Oh my goodness. I remember going to a workspace. This is recent. (laughs) I needed to use a chair to sit my laptop on because the charger was too far away. And there was a phone sitting there and there was a lady across the room and she was having a conversation with a man and I was just going to pick her phone up and I was just going to sit it on the table right beside the chair. And when I grabbed her phone, she said, Hey, that's my phone. And she, and I looked up, I said, no, I wasn't. I was just going to sit it right here. And I said it right there. I said, can I please just use the table to sit my computer on it? And she stormed over. She wouldn't even look at me. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't mean to, you know, touch your stuff. I just wanted to charge my computer. But she was so angry. And when she came over to grab her phone, it's like she didn't even want to look at me in my face, right? I was like, what is wrong? And then she just went over there and she sat down and she was talking to someone. And I got up and I walked over there to her and I said, I just wanted to come and say hi and introduce myself. I said, when I run into other women, beautiful women, I just always like to connect. I said, I apologize about your phone, but I just wanted to meet you. And she said, "Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of a conversation right now. I can't talk. Give me a second. And she like shut me off again. And then I went back over and I just sat down and I said, God, she must be going through something right now. And she looked over at me and I smiled at her. And then she came back over and she was like, okay, hi, what's your name? And I said, hey. I said, I'm sorry about the phone incident. I said, I'm Ronnie, nice to meet you. And I said, what do you do? And she's in the TV, the movie production business. They were like in DC having a meeting. And she's like, this is who I am. 
you know, take my information, blah, blah, blah. And it was just at that moment that I realized that I can change the energy based mm. on how I respond to You're people. right. The energy could have went left, but she got a piece of paper and a pen. She wrote her number down and I turned a bad situation into a connection based on my energy and how I responded. Can I just say sometimes everybody has a bad day? Like we all have crappy days. You never really know what people are going through. So you can't allow one encounter with someone to make you feel like this is who a person is overall. Keep that in mind when it comes to energy. Now, consistent bad energy, run. (laughs) (laughs) And Ronnie... When it comes to those situations where, say, for example, you may be you may have good energy, but the people around you don't have good energy. Get around good energy. How do you still keep your energy in spaces? Say, for example, there's somebody at a job. Boundaries. Boundaries. Got to put the boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to put the boundaries in place because they'll weigh you down and slow you up. You know, there's an example that I want to keep in mind that's in reference to what I'm talking about. You ever see a spider get their food? You ever see a spider get their food? When a spider is getting their food, they drag the food over. They pull it over and they just drag it. They drag it. And when the spider is getting the food, okay, they go out in the middle of nowhere to get the food and they literally risk being killed because they're dragging the food over and over and it takes up so much of their time. When I say so much of their time and they put themselves in a situation where they risk it and kill because they're, they're dragging it along trying to get it back over to the nest. And 90% of the time, most of them get crushed. I learned this like in class, in science class, but they, they roll the food over. Sometimes they hold it. Sometimes they roll it over. So energy, (laughs) people can drain you. People can drain you. And that energy, that's what it does. It slows you down. You're so busy trying to pull them along. They're like, they're like the food. You're trying to pull them along, get them into the nest. And then you end up getting killed in the process. (laughs) But not literally killed, but like they kill your vibe. They do. And if you don't, so what I wanted to ask is, say, for example, you, you're a person that has naturally good energy and say, I know you said that you can easily just be dragging people along if you have this good energy and they can drain you. But what if you're just at a job, for example, or you're in a relationship or you're in a space where you know you have good energy, but the people around you always dim your light? Do you still, like, can you still shine bright? Can you still be that light? What if they need your light in those spaces? Well, what happens normally is that they get intimidated. Mm. Right? Let's Mm. just be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's bound to happen. The envy starts to happen. The jealousy starts to happen. The who does she think she is starts Starts to to happen. happen. So you got to get connected. You have to have a socket to plug into as well. Do you think that builds your energy, though? in those spaces where your energy isn't appreciated and you still show up as who you are, do you think that builds your character? It builds your character, mm-hmm. not your energy. Okay. It drains your energy, but it builds your character. It builds your character. Definitely. And so does it help you appreciate your energy more? I mean, 
I think your energy is your energy. It helps the right people. The right people are going to appreciate your energy. But you just have to get to a space where you don't allow people to drain you, period. Got to protect yourself. Right, right. That's really essential. And so now that you're in in this space where you have the opportunity to kind of protect your energy, how do you stay in spaces and places where good energy is attracted to you and and it's nothing but positivity around you? I believe that light attracts light. That's just a simple answer. That's it. Light attracts light. You ever be in a a crappy place? You're just in a shitty place and you're complaining. And every time you complain, someone's like, well, you know, it could be this. It could be worse. You know, what are you what are you worried about? You're going to get away from that person because they're always thinking positive. You can't handle it because you're in a dark space. It's just that simple. Uh, Let me extend on that. You said dark, dark place. There's a lot of people in dark places, but we're in denial about that dark place because we're surrounded by people who are in dark places. How do you find the light in your darkness? I'm sure there's been times where, and myself too, who have been in dark spaces. How do you, what what is the best way to find that light at the end of the tunnel? Last year, I was in a really dark place. I had got to a space where I had to think about what I wanted my life to look like and my purpose in the direction that I was supposed to be going in as far as being fulfilled, what God had told me I was supposed to be doing, lots of things. I mean, there was just a ton of disappointment, betrayal, you know, a lot of different things that I had to deal with in my business. And I ventured out and I started going really hard for my company and my brand. And that was just my focus. And I believe that when you are in those dark spaces, you have to keep purpose in front of you. The only thing that kept me together where the only thing that kept me together when people that I thought were at a certain space with me let me down or when business relationships weren't where I thought they were or when I put someone on a certain page and I realized that they were the only thing that just kept me pushing through those moments was purpose. That's why I feel like you really have to love what you do because people will have no clue all the crap I went through with my, with my business decisions and all of the things that I had going on last year, like they will have no clue because really my purpose has just, just kept me sane. It's been about these people need you. These women, there are women out there with children that are about to give up. There are women out there with children that are about to commit suicide. There are other women that are watching you that are in bad relationships that are being abused or something. And they're looking to you to see how you can stay strong through all the turmoil in your life. You're giving them hope. Don't let up. That's the conversation. That's what's moving you. That's what moves me every single day. And you, you mentioned this helps them not give up. Mm-hmm. What words do you have to tell women right now who are in a space where they just want to give up? What last words do you have to say to them? Believe in yourself more. Know that you have something to offer. I think that as women, when we get depleted, we start feeling like we don't have anything to offer. Every person has something to offer. Sometimes you know what you have to offer and you don't even move on it. As a woman, I remember being in a prior business and I knew that I was supposed to have girl CEO up and running. I knew that I was supposed to have a community where I educated women. 
I knew that I was called to coach and lead and equip and empower women to operate at their highest level. I knew, I knew that. I knew that for years. I avoided it. I allowed things, opportunities, business ventures, big monthly payments to distract me. I knew what I was supposed to be doing. But you listen to other people who make you feel like, what are you doing? Who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are? The nerve of you. No, that's not. You can't do that. No one, no one wants that. When you get to that place where you're about to give up, everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, you have something to offer. Even right now, you may look at your bank account and you have $3. There's a $3 million thing in you that's waiting to come out. It's in you. I tell people all the time, the money is in your heart. It just have not made it to your bank account yet. The money is in your, in your heart. Once you pull it out of your heart, then you can deposit into your bank account. Pull it out of your heart, and then it's going to go in your bank account. Wow, Ronnie, you, you just sound... <laughs> you just inspired me. <laughs> and I thank you so much. Ladies, thank you so much for tuning in to Girl CEO Podcast. Uh, Ronnie, thank you for allowing me to interview you. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for having me on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies. Well, thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited about everything that's rolling out. We have uh, Girl CEO Media is officially launching this week. There are just so many different things that are happening. So I'm really, really pumped about that. And I just want to say that I love you guys. I believe in you guys. If you all have not become Girl CEO members, Girl CEO official, Girl CEO inner circle, don't wait another day. Go to girlcoinc.com, become a member, get involved in the community, get connected to women that are going to help you believe yourself, believe in yourself, that are going to push you out of your comfort zones and just take action, invest in yourself, do something different. So I'll see you guys soon. Have a great day. See y'all. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.